Approaching 30 has been, and currently is, one of the most daunting tasks I've faced in my life. Additionally, during the pandemic where it seems this thing just won't end anytime soon. Adding to that as well, some struggles come with being in this age bracket. From dating, to Christianity, to societal pressures, to emotional instability, and everything else in between. Pressures of, I should be further than I am right now. Why am I not here or there in my life? Oh, and let's not forget the whole losing your hair in your 20s thing. If anything, 30 feels like it's taking way more than it's giving. Hey y'all, I'm Trey Thompson, and you're listening to the Feeling 30s Podcast. What's going on, people? You're tuned in with the Thin Thursday podcast. I am Trey. How y'all doing? Hope you're having an amazing day. Hope you're doing good. Hope you're doing amazing. Um, I'm, I'm sorry, firstly, for taking this long to get this second episode of season two out to you guys. It's It's been a little bit of a struggle to get things out to you. I'm sorry about that. Um, but we're going to pick it up. We're here. You're here. I'm here. We're all here. So let's just have a good time together. Um, I want to firstly say that, um, good morning, firstly. I'm sorry for the lack of manners, the lack of decorum. That's the right word, right? The, the lack of um, manners that I um, did not show in the first few minutes of this podcast. But good morning to everyone. Hope you have an amazing day. Hope you're doing good. I'm recording this at basically 7 o'clock Saturday so you can get this very very soon there's a few things we need to tackle first before we get to the matter at the hand the 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 topic for today's episode is called bye stop crying we're gonna get to that in a minute but firstly y'all the pandemic is over the pandemic is over ain't no more mask ain't gotta wear masks no more except for in health facilities in schools and for the elderly when they're at home. But the rest of us, we are, the pandemic is over. Since, since the, the, um, um, the, the Dutch and the Duchess came and there, and they came down and they visited us, there has been a paradigm shift that has taken place. <laughs> That's a, this is where we got used in church. I honestly think most of you don't know what that means. But anyway, we won't talk about that right now. But what we will talk about is the mass are gone, y'all. No more mass. How y'all feel about that? I mean... Um, I, I, I'm I'm not anti. I was never anti-mask. I was never and never pro-mask. Like, like during the whole the height of the pandemic here in the Bahamas, I, I I laughed at some people because you know they they thought that that the, the, the um the towers that they were, the five G towers that were being built. FYI, we still don't have 5G in the Bahamas. Um, the 5, 5G dollars are going up. Um, apparently, they were assisting COVID in the spread of COVID. I laughed at that. I, that, was, that was very, very funny to me. Um, that, that Anyway, 
that's a whole different conversation for a whole different day. But um, the masks are gone. Masks are gone. There are no more masks. How y'all feel about that? You could walk into work now, no mask. You could walk on a bus now for me, no mask. You could walk in Wendy's, ah, yeah, yeah, no mask. Walk in KFC, no mask. Eatable, yes, Lord. Woo. Walk in church, no mask. I mean, for, for oh, Lord. I could leave that right there. I'm not going to touch that. I'm not going to touch. I'm going to leave that alone. I'm just going to say the life worship center, we have adopted the no mask thing for a while. That's all I want to say on that because we believe God, that God is above COVID. Stop there. Let's go to this topic, y'all. Let's talk about this. So, um, um, boy, stop crying. When I, when I came up with this this title for this um, for this episode, I did a lot of thinking. I did a lot of um, introspection. I did a lot of outrospection. <laughs> um, uh, but this this topic came about with our our uh, our guest last week. Basau came and she sat with y'all. Clap your hands for Basau. She did an amazing job. Did an amazing job. Amazing job. And um, after the, our last recording session, where we recorded, um, we, we, we talked about so many different things. And um, if you have not listened to the episode yet, you should go. You should you should listen to that. I almost say watch. You should listen to that um, because there are a lot of good stuff in that episode that you can watch. Season 2, Episode 1, Open Door Season. Check it out on all your stream platforms that you can find um we, we talked about a numerous amount of things but after that episode was done we talked about um a little bit about men and how for men in some aspects it can be hard it can be hard because um i know for me when i was growing up you always heard this phrase right here men don't cry. Men don't cry. Don't cry because as a man, you need to show your girth. Show your extreme masculinity. Show that you're strong. Show that you're powerful. Show no emotion. Don't cry. Don't show emotion. Because man don't do that. Man is man. And being a part of the holiness of mandom, you don't cry. That was what I grew up in, the atmosphere that I grew up in growing up. In the 90s, early 90s, going up to the 2000s. Stop crying, boy. You don't cry. And I saw a picture. It, it keeps circulating through my through my um, my Facebook um, um, profile page, and um, the picture of the the picture of the picture. The picture says this. The picture says this. There's there's this um, the single mother 
Well, there's this mother. I won't say single mother. There's this mother and her son. And um, as she's growing up the son, she tells the son, some of you may have saw it, may have, may have seen it. Um, she tells the son, boy, stop crying. Man, don't cry. Right? And um, there's a picture next to it. And the picture says, I wonder why this this boy don't show no emotion. He's grown up now and he doesn't show any emotion. He's emotionless. He has no, he, he seems distant and stuff like that, etc. right? And um, yeah, that's where the, the topic of this boy stop crying came from. Because I want to have a conversation with just whoever would listen. I want to, um, I guess, just talk about um because I'm, I'm, I don't, I don't consider myself an, an, an expert in this field, but I have my experiences, and I believe I can share some of my experiences with you guys um, and gals who are listening. And um, our society tells men, men, don't show it. Don't show emotion. And I struggled for years growing up After puberty hit, I struggled for years. Because my perception of a man was, a man is a man who works. A man is a man who doesn't, who doesn't necessarily laugh and smile, he's screw face. He's very serious, very stern. And um, what, he, what he does doesn't necessarily show emotion it shows a a stern man that doesn't show any type of emotional anything and i found out that as i grew throughout the years that perceptive that idea challenged me because there were so many times where I, I want to say it correctly. There's so many times where I had the ability to to laugh, to smile, to crack a joke, to to cry, and um, I just didn't because my, my my idea of a man said I should not do that. And we we have young men in our streets, young men and families, young men growing up that don't show any emotion. But when the road meets the road and um, you have all these different emotions running through your head as a man, you're confused and you don't know what to do. And a lot of times what happens is that, and this has happened to me so many different times, that because my ability to understand, to perceive, and to be okay with being emotional not emotional but showing emotions as a man a lot of times i would blow up on the first person i saw why because there 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 was there was i didn't understand how to vent my emotions as a man it took me a very long time to understand that hey it's okay to talk about your feelings 
it's okay to tell someone as a man that someone hurt you. You don't. I don't think you understand like how potent this is because I didn't. I didn't do that. And I'm sure a lot of men who would probably listen to this can testify with that, that that was not something that happened for us. We, talking about our emotions is a big no. You ignore your emotions and you, and you move on because the, the, ma- the majority of our society tells us, man, we don't want to hear about your emotions. Your emotions does not matter to us. What does matter to us is you getting that bread, you showing yourself as a strong man. But emotional wise, no. You can keep that. And I think that our society has helped to breed this society of like of 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 heartless men. Of men that don't care. Of men that don't don't have a cognitive reasoning when it comes to their emotional status. It, they, they don't care. They don't acknowledge it. And I think a lot of that is adding to the problem that we have with murders nowadays. Because we've grown up our men to be hard. We've grown up our men to be... Now, I'm not saying that you, you grow up your boy to be soft. Don't do that. I'm, I'm, I'm not saying that. Understand what I'm saying here? What I'm saying is that there are times and place where you can cause that young boy to understand your emotion, his emotions. Like when he cries, like for the first time, (laughs) instead of telling him, "Boy, stop crying," use him, "Boys, don't cry." Stop it. Instead of saying that. You probably like, like, okay, okay, son. What, why are you crying? What, what, what's what's the problem? And instead of shouting at him, which is another point in 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 anyway. Instead of shouting at him, what we can do is help him to understand. Okay, he feels this way about this way, and because you give his voice power. And that's another thing with, with growing up, you know, as, as, as children, you know, giving them the ability to voice their opinions, sometimes, not all the time, no. Because I know, you know, children get fast. They, 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 they get, they get fast. <laughs> but in, in, in the sense of giving them the, the safe space to kind of release how they feel um, and not... Growing up our our men to be these heartless beings because they have to go into we, we, we want our our boys to be married. We want our boys to have good families. We want our boys to be able to be productive on the job. We want our boys to be able to navigate through life productively, effectively, and efficiently. And I think that we don't help in some cases because when when the, when a young man feels emotions and when a young man feels certain type of emotions his automatic thing is to just 
don't talk about it. Just you keep it to yourself. When it becomes overwhelming, it's like it's like this big burst of energy that does he doesn't know what to do with it. He doesn't know how to handle it. He doesn't know how to effectively navigate through that because he wasn't given the platform or he wasn't given the, he was not given the correct tools to know how to handle himself in that situation. So I believe that society in some way, in some form, has kind of assisted in the heartlessness of our men. Now, some men have grown up rough. Some men have grown up rough. Um, and because of their, they not finding what they need to find in the home, they have gone to other places to find um, love, to find acceptance, to find respect. That there is someone that actually listens to me. Because I want you to sleep. I want you to sleep. Men have the ability to show emotion. There is, there is something that all of us get emotional about. Whether it's excitement. Whether it's crying. Whatever the emotion is. There is something that's going to trigger an emotion in us. For me, I like sports. I like sports, and I'm a big fan of football, basketball. Not so much baseball, but those two, really. Really, football was my first love. And I'm kind of sad that the Dolphins lost on Thursday. Nonetheless, we're 3-1. And, and uh, I feel Dolphin hate coming through, through, the, through the screen right now. I can, feel it. I can feel the Dolphin hate coming through the screen. It's okay. It's okay. They love to hate us. It's all right. It's okay. It's okay. Hairs everywhere, everywhere we go. Everywhere we go, we just see hairs. I don't understand. I understand why y'all hear so much. But it's okay. It's okay. We love you all the same. I'm a big, <laughs> big fan of sports. So when my Dolphins are playing, or when my when my Miami Heat are playing, I get excited when they make a when they make a when they make a touchdown, when they get an interception, when they get a sack, when they score, or some of that. So I get excited for my love of the sport. So men have we have the ability to get excited. We have the ability to show emotion. It's just where do we value to put our emotion? Like if we feel as though um, us opening up will come with criticism, it's not gonna happen. We're gonna we're gonna open it up. And ladies, I want I want to give you a tip here. I'm gonna give you a tip. Um, if you, if you, if you, if you really love that man, give him, give him a space to open up. Because when he, when he comes home, or when he comes to you, for example, he doesn't want to like hear um bad things in his air. He, he came from the outside world where men are battered. <laughs> Come from work. They talk bad about him. 
his pairs, they joke on him. And when he comes to you, he gets the same stuff. Well, no wonder why he ain't opening up. I mean, because he feels as though his opinion, his 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 heart is not valued. So why should I open up to you when you make in front of me when I when I um, open up to you? Doesn't make any sense. So um, the thing I'm trying to say here is, men need to have emotional stability. Because if we don't have emotional stability, we have the power and the ability to ruin things. I know. I've I've done my share of ruining because of my lack of understanding and being able to navigate through my emotions. So I'll say this about, about men, about us as men, about us. We want someone who, who we could talk to. We want someone who we can open up to. We want someone that's going to hear us without being judged, without being crucified. Because society has done that. Society has done that to, to men where... It's it's hard for men to to vent about their feelings and their thoughts and their emotions. But I will say this: as we um, progressively move, or as we attempt to move forward in this, because this will be like a a couple part series, because I have some people who's going to be coming on to talk about this with me. Um, one of the persons I think I want to 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 bring on, I have to confirm, but um, there's a good, good friend of mine. Um, she's like a mother to me, um, Caspantina Jones-Ellis, who's going to come on and she's going to talk us because she has two boys. But when she comes on, she'll talk about that. I think men need a, a platform. Men need a way. They need an, an avenue to express how they feel. Because if those emotions don't come out, it's going to come out some other way. Emotions have a way of leaking out. Emotions have a way of just finding its way out. It's like a... It's like a emotions can be like a... It can be like the river on the next side of the dam. And if the dam is broken... If the dam gets cracked, if the dam gets damaged, when those emotions come out, it comes out all at once. It doesn't matter if um, the emotions you think may be valid or not. They're coming out. Because you've seen it in your own life where you don't feel like you're valued, but the emotions come out in other ways. Resentment, hurt, bitterness. All that is as a result of undealt or unchecked emotional things. So a lot of times when our men are acting out, our young boys are acting out, sometimes have we given them the ability to talk? Sometimes that's all, we, that's all they really need. They just need someone that they can talk to, someone that they, that they can trust with their vulnerable places. 
That's so, sometimes that's really all they need, y'all. There's no extreme. Well, probably there. There probably is some. Like I said, I'm not the expert on this. There probably is some extreme concern needs to take place, or maybe um, that boy who's 15 is acting crazy because he has some emotions that built up. Like he's just getting out in other ways that he we have not dealt with in the proper capacity. So we, we need, I think we need to give our, our boys, our teenagers, our young men, the ability to voice, to voice their emotions, to get it out. Health in a healthy way. Because if, like I said, if, if it is not let out in a healthy way, it has a tendency to destroy people to destroy relationships, to destroy so many things, become toxic and destructive. Because, why? Man, we don't talk about how we feel. And I know, I know. You think you're too big to talk about how you feel, but listen, bro, you need, you need that. That's needed for you. you. Talk about it. In fact... Cry. I've told I've told men before. I rather you be angry and cry, rather than you be angry and kill someone. Be angry and cry, bro. Be upset and cry. You feel that like that person hurt you? Address it. Talk about it. You'll be surprised what a conversation can bring about just because you talk about something with someone. Yeah, I'm encouraging men to cry. I cry too. There was someone just the other day that really bothered me about someone. And before I, I went to them and I talked to them about it, I, I, I cried because it hurt. It hurt. Y'all, it's okay, it's okay to cry, y'all. It's okay to cry. Even, even me as being a Christian and worshiping God, I cry too. I show emotion to God because I love God. And I want God to see that, you know, I'm, I'm restrained in my worship, in my praise, in my adoration towards him. Because he's given everything, everything to me. Why can't I just give everything back to him? That doesn't make any sense to me. And even in that case, like, God saved me from so many things and still saving me now. That's what grace is for. That's what mercy is for. That's why Jesus died. For our, our fallops. For our, for our self. So yes, man that's listening, I'm encouraging you to cry to find a place where you can open up. It's healthy. It's good for you. It's good for your mental stability. And it's good for your emotional stability. Men need this avenue. And I think that when men encourage, not encourage, but embrace 
this avenue of letting emotions out in a healthy way, I think we'll have a better society of men. And let me address this before I move on. I know single mothers do the best that they can. They do the best that they can. And single mother, keep doing the best that you can. Keep doing all that you can. Keep growing up your son. Keep encouraging your son. Keep doing it. Because that, that is going to profit your son in the long run. But don't get, don't get, don't get too frustrated with him. It's a process. It's a process. But do give him an avenue where he can feel safe with his emotions. Y'all, this is just, this is just the, um, this is just my thoughts on the topic. And like I said, we're going to bring in some, some people that we, that's going to talk to us about their avenue them working through this because as a as a as a as 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 a, as a parent or as, as someone that would deal with a boy growing them up in some capacity i imagine there can be some difficulties with navigating through that effectively so i want to bring on some people that are going to talk about that and that will talk to us and help us to um, kind of navigate through that through that avenue, um, because as as a thirty year old man, as a thirty year Jesus I old, <laughs> I just read really with that. As a thirty year old man, you start to realize some things, and as I. As I as I go back and I think about the many times in my life where how I grew up. Now I'm not saying my mother's a bad mother because I, I grew up in a single parent home too. But there are some things that were said. Um there are some things that were mentioned. There are some things that I was exposed to, not by her necessarily, but by other people around her that kind of build habits. You know, I'm going I'm to I'm talk about this right now. I mentioned, I mentioned just a moment ago about me growing up in a single parent home. And, um, I think I mentioned this before, but I'm, I'm going to mention it again because I think it's going to help some people. In my earlier years, me and my father were on good terms. In fact, I didn't know really truly who my father was until I came out of school. Around 2021, I didn't know who he was. And um, I remember um, me and my me and my mama having a conversation. I got my hair for something. And um, I I told her, um, I was maybe 14, 15, I don't know. I, I don't know how old I was, I, but I know I was old enough to have like an ability to understand. I told my mother, I said, okay, I'm going to be no good like my no good dad then. 
That's how much hatred I had for the man. I, I truly hated him. I couldn't stand him. He was a um, he was he was he was deep in my heart and hate. Just hated him, and um, that assisted in some things happening. Um, that assisted in bitterness. That assisted in resentment. That assisted in deep hatred. And um, when I when I when I figured out who he was um, through my good aunt, who who told me, and um, the first time we talked, first time we talked because I I I I was resolute in myself, you know. I am not going to talk to him because you you leave me high and dry, and I just figuring out who you is. I but ain't I ain't no way, ain't no ain't no way I going back to you. No, you come back to me. Then I um I came to New Christ, gave my life to him, and I realized you can't operate how you used to operate, you know. So you you gotta let go of some things. <laughs> you gotta let go of some stuff. So f- finally, like this is like, like in my mid to late twenties. No, I lie. I'm twenty seven, around twenty seven, twenty eight. And I figured, no, I can talk to him. You know, let's see how it goes. First time we talked, um, like like really sat down and talked. I left hurt. I left upset. I was like, I can't believe. Like, like I was hot, man. <laughs> I was really hot. I, I, I talking to mom. I make no sense. And then we talked the second time. And then I start to understand some things. That when his father, um, when he was younger, his father left his mother high and dry. So I, I I started to figure out okay this is like a this is like a generational thing that's going on. So now I understand how to pray now in regards to me and me wanting a family and stuff like that. And I start to understand okay oh this is why I'm like this and this is why I'm like this. Oh this is why I bow my head. <laughs> it says bow too. Um, and now. I can actually go to him and talk to him about stuff and be okay because I took the time out to go and voice how I felt. Voice how I felt. Like I like I told him, like you you hurt you hurt me when I when I figured out that hey, you ain't here with us. Like why why you wasn't here? He told me some things that I'm not going to share right now, um, but more in a more appropriate manner. Um, but like I said, men, we need an avenue. It's okay to talk about it. It's okay to cry about it. It's okay to not seem like you're strong. Like your society's view of you will probably change. It does. 
society is about as stable as a water. And you know water is not stable. So their their view of you is going to change constantly. So as you live, don't try to live to please society. You should be living to please God. And then secondarily, you should be living to make sure you make yourself proud. Like, how do you feel about yourself? So don't get caught up on how society feels about you. It doesn't matter what society feels about you. Are you pleasing God? And how do you feel about yourself? So those are my views on this topic. (laughs) I guess we'll have some people that are going to come in and that's going to talk about us, uh, talk to us on these things because I feel like it's a conversation that needs to be had um, here on the Fear and Thirst podcast. So guys, um, that's episode two, season two. And um, yeah, this this was interesting one. I got, got to share some stuff about me and um, I hope that it assisted you, it helped you, encouraged you and it strengthened and solidified not just you but your faith. So guys, with that being said, that was episode two of the Fear and Thirst podcast. Um, again, if you did not listen to episode one, go back and listen to that. That will encourage, that will strengthen you, that will uh, give you a boost and give you uh, the new joke that you need um, to go forward in life. So, with that being said, this is Trey from the Fear and Thirst podcast, guys. Again, hope you have an amazing day. Smile, laugh, have some fun today. Why? Because you only get to enjoy life once. So enjoy the life that you have. Um, remember that always a smile. Always a smile. Because smiling is fun. It helps to brighten up your day. So, guys, I'm gone. You guys have an amazing day. And I will see you. Episode 3. Bye.